Hello one and all, and welcome back to the final episode of Behind the Desk. It feels a little weird saying that, not gonna lie, but it's true, because for the past year I've been working at Loft Music Studios in Newcastle as a studio engineer. And I have to admit, it's been good. Some challenging days for sure, but for the most part it's been a good experience. Learned a lot about a number of things, gained so much experience when it comes to recording, mixing, mastering, and just the general business side of music. And that's what we're going to talk about in this last episode. Just have a look back on my time in the studio and reflect on what I've actually learned because that was the whole point of going to the studio in the first place. But before we get into that, if you have any questions about anything I've mentioned on any of the episodes of this podcast, then you can message me at Wellesley Media. Link to all my social media will be down in the description. So, in order to see how far you've actually come, you need to see where you've started. And I started my placement in a weird place. People were still sort of in full-blown lockdown. I just moved to a city that I haven't lived in since I was three. And I was about to start a new job. I didn't have much experience with recording music. In fact, the only experience I had was the two years at uni I'd done before. So, I was a little nervous, to say the least. Didn't really have a solid idea of what to expect. And certainly had no idea about all the different jobs we would have to do. Because working at Loft, I didn't really have just one job to do. I was sort of doing a ton of different jobs. From actually setting up a recording session, to running that session, being a mix and master engineer, as well as being the studio technician when something broke or didn't work, which happened so much more than I thought it would. And it's just one of those things that just, it always happens. But that's just the studio side, because I also technically worked for a record label as well called Global Underground. And this is where I learned a lot more of the business side of things from sorting out royalties, being the technician for a website, checking albums before being manufactured, and being a delivery boy for all the merchandise that the label sold. So yeah, a lot of different jobs to do and get stuck in with. And all these jobs I think gave me a lot of general work experience as well. Stuff that you don't get taught as such, it's more gained through doing it, like dealing with clients who have different levels of experience being in the studio and just being able to talk to them. Uh, I learned how to deal with angry customers on the phone or difficult clients in the studio. And I also learned about planning and prepping a larger recording session as well as organising how you're going to send hundreds of orders out to multiple people in just a few days. On top of all of this, there was also a pandemic as well. So, I think I've done a pretty good job. And I think it helps that the people I've worked with all year have also been very good at what they do, and they're just really easy to work with. Like Tom, the other student in the studio that I've worked alongside all year. He's been great to work with, he has more knowledge about mixing than I do, so he's helped me out with that sort of thing. He's also easy to work with. Uh, I get along with him, which always helps, and if you ask him to do something, he will do it, unlike some people that you will work with. And that's just in general, not just a studio environment. So it's been really good working with him. And the bosses are actually really nice as well. You know, you work in some places where the boss or the bosses just don't care about anyone but themselves. But Andrew and John are not like that. They actually care about how you're actually getting along with things. Uh, They show and explain things when you didn't understand something. 
they gave some good advice in general. So this helped make a really nice environment to work with. And all of this has added up to placement being overall a really good experience, in my eyes anyway. Now, like I mentioned earlier, we've had a number of jobs and projects to do over the year. And considering we've been in lockdown and social distancing and all that kind of stuff, the variety of jobs have been, well, varied. Like, probably once a month, we've had a kid or two come in for an hour to record a karaoke song. And these jobs were never hard to run, but they were never the most exciting to run either. Well, except for one. I remember this little lad came in and he wanted to sing Bohemian Rhapsody, and he was proper going for it, like, he was grunting and shouting and even dancing at one point. That session was fun, because the kid was clearly having the time of his life. And he definitely put in a lot more effort than some people do. And when I say that, I usually mean rappers. Now, don't get me wrong, most of the rappers that came into the studio were pretty good. Easy to work with, and knew what they needed to rap most of the time. But we had this one guy, I think his name was Ron, and my god, he was, hmm, hmm, how do I describe Ron? He was, he was bad, like, he was god awful. He was definitely the worst client all year, because he sounded so monotone and boring to listen to, and he kept messing up his words. And it's not like it was a fast-paced rap or anything, he just didn't know the words. Oh, and his voice was just, it was just so drone-like and weak. But the worst part was when he told us to turn off the autotune. Now, bear in mind, we hadn't actually put autotune on yet. So yeah, Ron, what a guy, what a guy. <laughs> um, another project I've actually enjoyed working on was when El Divine and Woho came in for a writing session one day. It wasn't really a recording session, just more of a brainstorming idea between them two. And it was pretty fun, pretty easy. I was working the desk and all I was doing was recording Eldervine humming lyrics until she was ready to sing properly. And she did all the takes in one go, which was mint. Her voice was really good and the fact she did everything in one take was even better. And then you had Woho, who was the Scottish guy making the music. And all day he was just bouncing around and dancing whenever he could really getting into the music and super laid back as well. Definitely a highlight session to work on, both of them really fun to work with and meet in general. Now, I love it when people can record a take in one go, like Eldervine, and most of the band members from Floral Detectives. I did an episode on them a few weeks ago, so go check that out. And the main reason I like this is because it's just usually an easy session to run. But there is another person I've worked with a few times this year who is also easy to work for. And that was Tommy Atkins, a country singer who has a producer in America. Now, he wanted all his vocal recordings done in Pro Tools in a very specific and certain way, so that his producer could work on them in America, which is fair enough. And what was good about Tommy was, he was also easy to work with. He didn't need any fancy sends, he knew the key and the tempo of every song that we recorded, would belt out take after take and wasn't too fussed if it was slightly off or slightly wrong or just slightly out of key, because he knew his producer could fix it. And it's not like he was bad at singing, it's not like he was doing dreadful takes and then just expecting them to be fixed. No, he was getting close to the mark and he's probably the only country singer I can stand, so he can't be bad by any means. Just again, very easy to work with. 
and I think that's what makes a good session to run. Easy clients to work with, nothing goes wrong, and things are done quickly. That cannot be said for the next project I worked on, and that was a synth pop album for a client named Ollie. Now Ollie is actually a nice guy, but it took us seven months to get five songs mixed and mastered. Of course, I don't have a reference to go by, but this seems really long for just five songs. And I think the main problem we had was that Ollie is a very picky person about what he wanted, and the fact that he couldn't come into the studio because of lockdown meant the process was slowed down even further. It was one of those things where the project, the whole album, just took so long to do that by the end, you weren't enthusiastic about the end product. You just wanted to finish it. And despite hours and hours of mixing on each track, as well as a month of working on the masters, most of the songs are perfect for the client. He really likes them. I think there was only one or two that we just couldn't get right for him. Which is a shame, but we just we just ran out of time because our placement ended. I don't think it'll matter too much in the grand scheme of things because the songs are really catchy and they do sound good, they don't sound bad by any means. So I think they'll do great regardless. So yeah, lots of sessions worked on throughout the year. Lots of good sessions. A lot of skills learnt and a lot of work done overall. And overall, I think a really good year in general. Definitely glad I decided to do a placement year. Get some real experience in the studio and find out what I like and what I didn't like as much, what parts of the job I'm good at, and the other bits that need some work. And I'm feeling pretty pumped for my final year at uni, so I'm really excited to get into my final year at uni and just go for it. So, a big thank you to everyone at Loft Music Studios and all the clients that I got to work with over the year. And thank you at home who listen to this podcast. I started this whole thing because I wanted to give you an idea of what what it was like working in a recording studio for people who maybe don't have that much experience or you're just starting to get into it. And hopefully, I've been able to give you an idea and maybe inspire you to maybe pursue music in this sort of area, this music tech area. Or at the very least, I hope you got something out of these podcasts. So, all that's left to say is thank you for listening to Behind the Desk. I've been John, and I shall see you around.